Wednesday, April 26, 2023. Coming up on the program today, mucosely liver menococcus, the silent baby killer. Plus, let me safely store your millions of dollars until you're reincarnated in the next life. Projectile killer cows and turf wars, public sidewalk edition. Distorted View Daily proudly presents great moments in Christian broadcasting. Is Pokemon demonic? The answer to that is yes, they are all oriental demons. Yeah. And as you read in the Pokemon, in order for Pokemon... It's amazing. Beta! It has to evolve to another level. And each, you know, evolution... He becomes more demonic in appearance and eventually he gets to a point where he's totally demonic and these are all oriental demons the names are actually names of demons i'll tell you all be careful what you let your kids have what you get them listen to isn't there a guitar that's called something hero yeah that's a new thing that they're coming out and the kids are getting really addicted to it uh there's a another game out that we just recently found out very addicting is minecraft you go into this thing and build a world of your own wow. and then you know they don't go back to read the bibles or study the word because they're hooked on these things it's the distorted view show with tim hansen it's my bitch ass sissy pussy quiver l-o-l have it out loud i'm a sucker for other people's pain Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you for the Wednesday edition of DV. Got a great episode for you. I was just on Facebook. I need to just delete that account. I'm only there out of habit. You know, I've had this account since, I don't know, 2007 or something, but uh, it's a wasteland over there. You know what the true downfall of social media is? It's not all the disinformation or loss of privacy or companies selling your data or whatever. What destroyed social media and Facebook in particular are those damn posts directing you to do something. I hate when people try to get me involved in their inane stupidity. You know, like posts used to be all about uh, humble brags. They'd show off their stupid food they were eating. Oh, look delicious this is or you know like there's stupid vacation pictures or links to shitty music that they think you need to know about i don't care about quiet riot or night ranger dawn that's my sister 90 percent of her posts are about quiet riot and night ranger now social media posts are work quite frankly first you have to decipher whatever the fuck your aunt linda is trying to say It's a combination of all caps, no punctuation, over punctuation, sentences that end with seven commas in a row, and emojis that don't make any sense. It's like, you know, grandpa's in the ICU, prayers needed, eggplant emoji, airplane, building, fire. It's like, are you planning 9-11? Are you going to crash into the towers with your dick? I don't quite understand what's going on. Anyway, the posts are like, you know, in all caps, listen up! I want to find out which of my friends I'm most compatible with. Here's my answer to 150 questions on the most mind-numbingly stupid shit. I want you to copy and paste my answers into a post on your Facebook wall and then answer the same questions and then tag 30 people you want to annoy 
and make them complete this stupid survey. Nine times out of 10, it's just, it's like a phishing scam. Like a day after you read that post, all of a sudden you get a new friend request from your aunt. And you're never sure if you should accept the friend. Because you see that there's multiple accounts now with your Aunt Linda. And you're like, maybe she forgot her password because that's something that happens to old people a lot. Or maybe it's one of those scam accounts impersonating her. You know, the questions on the survey on her post are like, what's your favorite food? What was your first car? What's your mother's maiden name? What's your social security number? What's the full account number on your favorite credit card? You know, they're barely trying to hide the fact they're out to steal your data because most people are smart enough now. They, they don't even bother with this. They just go after the real dumb old folks. They'll just answer anything. I don't know if you're like me, but when you see that someone has posted something like that, where they answered 300 questions doesn't it make you kind of look down on them? Like, do you not have a lot? You, you don't have anything else going on with your life. You can just sit there and ponder these questions and post this crap. You could be learning how to play the guitar or, you know, like get a pet, do some charity work. This isn't even like relaxing stuff. Hmm. Am I allergic to penicillin? Like those are the type of questions. Why does anyone need to know this about you? It's not interesting. Like my best friend doesn't know if I'm allergic to penicillin and they don't care. Facebook is such a cesspool. My absolute favorite post I see uh, are the posts that dare you to share it. And, it's, and they're very like antagonistic. It's like this weird mixture of sweet and angry. It's like, Every day, 120 children die from mucocusly liver menococcus. I'm posting this for awareness and to remember the innocent babies we lost that are now pure angels of light in heaven. And then in all caps, I bet no one else will share this. Prove me wrong, dick lips. It's exhausting. I never participate in that shit, but, you know, just reading it makes your IQ drop a few dozen points. And I don't have any of those to spare. I don't understand how Facebook can be making so much money. Everyone says, oh, Facebook is dead. Only old people use it, which may or may not be true. But, you know, they're raking in cash. Facebook is doing pretty well for itself. I mean, they're blowing a lot of money on um, like VR headset research. And that's kind of going nowhere. But their core business seems to be fine. The whole reason I was even on Facebook today was because I got notification that uh, Butch Walker, who is a musician that we feature or we used to feature at the end of the, the podcast a lot. His band. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, Marvelous Three is getting back together. They, they, you know, they're releasing. It's like the 25th anniversary or something of uh, one of their albums. So they're getting the band back together. They're going to do a live show in Atlanta. So I'm not going to be able to see that. But. They've got a new album coming out, and it has blown my mind. I'm just so excited. If you're a fan of, uh, you know, Marvelous 3 because of this podcast, you should definitely uh, look into that. I think the uh, the two songs that we played the most on DV, one was uh, the intro. When we used to do extended programs a lot, we would use this as uh, an intro. You remember this. It's called Lefty. Such a great song. Yeah. But it did not appear on any album. It was on a demo for their their last album, but didn't appear on it. What's a demo, Libby? I'm left-handed when I throw a fit. I use my left hand. 
trying to make myself come. I always love that line, of course. The other song, a true classic. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> what was I saying? Yes. A true classic. We used to end the week. Uh, the Friday show would always uh, end with to- uh, Radio Tokyo. Oh, it's so good. My favorite moment in this song is one that we never uh, played at the end of the show because it's a little bit further on in the song, but it, ju- it just starts to rock the fuck out. Ready? Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Prepare to have the sock knocked off of your dick and into the dirt. <laughs> so just bring them up. some guitar work right there. Oh, I'm so glad to have those boys back. Shaping up to be a good year for music. I mean, this news hot on the heel of uh, Mead Skelton's new Trump 2024 anthem. Trump will be back in 2024. Trump will be back. He's kicking down the door. He's a globalist exterminator. We We don't need to play that again. Let's get into uh, some new audio today. You know, I wish Christians believed in reincarnation. I kind of like that idea. You know, of course, the one problem with reincarnation is, uh, you know, you, you, you spend all, all your time on Earth here acquiring knowledge and goods. When you're reincarnated, you, you got to start all over. I mean, I guess that's kind of the point of reincarnation. But wouldn't it be awesome if you didn't have to start back at square one? I think some people should get to sort of pick up where they left off when they died. They deserve it. If you're an extra pious person, if you've done a lot of good in this world, why not be rewarded in the next life? You know, I'm not the only person that believes in this. Some Hindus are on board. Like Hindu nationalist Rajiv Mahatra. In this clip, he issues a proposal of sorts. And the proposal is... I think of it more like a business opportunity for Hindus. I'm kind of pissed off I didn't think of this first. Mm. And it will create so much wealth. Mm. And the proposal is as follows. Mm. Some of you who are into venture capital and investment banking Mm. and so on, this will make you the richest man in the world, Mm. what I'm now going to tell you. Mm. If you go to Bill Gates... Mm. His biggest problem, you tell him, is that when you are dead, your wealth is useless for you in the next life. Mm. Unless we can find you and transfer that wealth. So, the proposal is, we go to Bill Gates and say, you got a hundred billion. And you are giving philanthropy this, that, because charity will get you to heaven and whatnot. That is your tradition. Out of the hundred billion, you give fifty billion to us in trust to be given to you in your next life when we find you. You see where this is going? These Hindus get to hold on to Bill Gates's billions and billions of dollars. They're going to put that in some sort of high-yield, interest-bearing savings account. And I'm sure pocket a little bit of a service fee, right? They're doing a lot of the work, right? Bill Gates gives them money, and then, like, after Bill Gates dies, they have to track down the new Bill Gates. Whatever he's reincarnated as could be a fucking turtle. You never know. It's funny because this guy is serious. You can sort of hear people laughing in the audience because they know this is a ridiculous idea. I think even the co-host here uh, laughs at him. It is possible you may be born very poor. Bill Gates may be born very poor. And Warren Buffett may be born in some African village is very poor guy. Because, you know, the, the karma people... The people in the sky who are the admin for karma might say, okay. Is this dude really a devout Hindu? 
He doesn't really sound like he knows what he's talking about. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, the karma people up in the sky who decide these things. The karma people? Yeah, the Hindi sky wizards up there. It sounds like it's more than one person uh, deciding. It's like the Bureau of Karmic Disbursement. It's like a government agency more than anything. I mean, I, th- this guy just sounds like he wants his hands on Bill Gates' money. I, I respect the hustle there. For karma, I might say, okay, you had one good life. Now you have to be poor also. Yep. So if we can... Turtle. He's going he's gonna to end up a turtle. And within the rules of the Agama, locate where Bill Gates is next time and give him at least five, ten billion. He'll be much happier. Wait a second. I thought, wait, you're taking 50 billion from Bill Gates and you're only going to give him five? I guess the thinking is, uh, you know, the, the new Bill Gates, the reincarnated Bill Gates is not going to remember how much he really left these people in his past life. Karma-wise, it doesn't sound so great for these Hindus. Like you're you're scamming someone. You're, you're going to end up a dung beetle when you come back, sir. So to do that, we formed a we form a trust management company. Oh. Normally, trust is formed to transfer <laughs> your wealth to your biological offspring and all that. This is starting to sound like an infomercial from Dinesh Lapree. We are going to take out small classified ads. That is going to be our ticket to wealth. These banks take a lot of commission and they pass it on to your kids and whatnot. So this will be the world's first inter-life reincarnation trust management. Yeah, and he's totally just making up words and phrases just like an infomercial. Inter-life wealth is now in your reach. Hi, I'm devout Hindu Tim Henson. If you were to ask a hundred millionaires, what was the hardest part of acquiring your wealth? 99 out of a hundred would say the first part. Getting started is never easy. What if I told you, you may have already jump-started your journey to financial success and you did it in a past life. What's even more exciting? You may have hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars sitting in an interlife trust just waiting for you to access it. Let me and my totally legit team of Hindu karmic bounty hunters find out if you left yourself some big money. For a one-time fee of, mm, let's say $3,999, we'll start the exhaustive search of your past lives. Maybe you were Bill Gates, or a Rockefeller, or a rich, ruthless dictator. Maybe you already know that you're a new soul. There's no better time to start saving money for your next life than now. At First Karma Mutual, any money deposited will be saved for your next life. And it's simple to do. You don't even need to open an account. We'll take care of everything. Just mail your checks made out to Timothy James Henson and we'll do the rest. Best of all, this service is totally free. Why are we doing it? Well, we want good karma too. You've got nothing-ish to lose. The future is Interlife Trust Management from First Karma Mutual. I know this wasn't totally my idea. That weird Indian dude kind of came up with some of this first, but I think this is my best business idea yet. There's very little overhead. Basically, people are just going to be mailing me checks. This might be my first billion dollar idea. I'm excited to see where this goes. All right, let's finish up with this guy here. Okay. I think if we do a little more research and establish the authority. We can do that. It is possible. Yeah. So, sure. So, right now, $40 trillion 
is owned by the world's richest 1% people, $40 trillion, which means when they are dead, it's gone kaput. They don't know if their kids are any good, not good. Some of it is taken by government here, there, whatever. So if we could get $1 trillion out of these 40, put into our trusteeship, where we will form these Agama groups, we will take yeah. the, the Gurukul kids and teach. He's just looking to raise $1 trillion. That's it. There's $40 trillion of wealth out there. I don't think it's a big ask. Good luck with your plan. By the way, I mean, I hate to say I'm going to compete with you, but you're going down, Indian dude. I got to get to market first with this first karma mutual bank of mine. And this is how Tim Henson gets arrested for securities fraud or something. I should really just set up a GoFundMe account, not to fund the business, but the inevitable bail money I'm going to need. All right, let's move on now. Here's a bit of a palate cleanser. Got a clip here of a real bad. I love clips like this, uh, like uh, guys wearing sunglasses, mugging for the camera. They got the gun. They're going to shoot some shit and look cool. And then they um, end up nearly killing themselves. <laughs> These are the type of videos I love. So this guy is like way too close to whatever the fuck he's shooting. He's got a pile of something. I'm guessing uh, Tannerite might be involved as well. Which is like, uh, if, if you're not into guns and shooting, it's almost like a flavor enhancer. But for exploding things. The video is incredibly short. Let's uh, listen to this dude be awesome. It took a few shots before <laughs> he actually got what he was going for. Not a great aim. My head! <laughs> Look at it. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my God, come on. Come on. This motherfucker is very lucky because uh, the shrapnel, first of all, shrapnel was flying all around him. The piece that hit him was maybe an inch or inch and a half from his eye. Someone in the comments actually said, ophthalmology is my career. And I can't tell you how many times people have come in with a blown out orbit because they did something stupid like this guy. It's always great to read through the comments because sometimes they'll uh, people will catch stuff that you don't catch. So when he... When he shoots himself, <laughs> right, he runs to his truck to look at him himself in the rear view mirror to see exactly where the shrapnel hit. What I didn't notice the first time I watched this is um, the explosion <laughs> rocked the truck so hard the airbags were deployed. So I don't know how this guy's going to get to the hospital. Can't drive a truck like that, right? Ultimately, he's going to be fine. Looks like it hit his eyebrow or something. All right, uh, let's move on. I've got an absolutely insane altercation on the sidewalk. They're, th these people are fighting over walking on the sidewalk. It's like one group of people is going one way on the sidewalk, and then uh, this woman is coming the other way, and they refuse to move for one another. I think that's what's going on here. I got to be honest with you. When I'm walking around, if I see someone off the, you know, in the distance heading towards me on the sidewalk, I'll just get on the road or something. I just don't want any interaction with people whatsoever. I'll move for you. It's okay. I'll walk around, chill. People just love to fight now, it seems. So I can yeah. walk. We will. Can we'll you move, come move it? We're on the no. side. No. Why are you yelling? Who raised you? Good. Well, go get him and tell him to move the fuck off my sidewalk. It's interesting that her first question is, who raised you? She's talking to kids. She has a little girl with her, by the way. 
The little girl's probably like four years old, yet this heifer is screaming, Who the fuck raised you? Move the fuck out of the way! Move it! On the side? Move it! I'm trying to walk by you! Take a step aside! Say excuse me? You were just on my property. Call your mom. The ball Call your mom. Call your mom. This is the first time. Give me your mom's phone number. It's so weird because I see they're on a residential street. I can't tell what these kids are supposedly doing blocking the sidewalk. What I can see is that absolutely no cars are coming on the road. You could easily just you know, take a few steps and walk around these kids, either on the road or the grass. Go get your mom, or I'll call the police and say you guys are refusing <laughs> to get away from videos. my lawn. Yep. Sakai, this is Do what you want see. that? Hey! Do you want that? Because you're refusing to move out of my way. My way. Move out of my way. You move know? out of my way. What is that accent? Well, tell me what I say and stop filming me. No, this is oh, for no. protection, because we see this on internet. And okay, you say I'll you'll film throw you too. That's fine. Tell. Tell. Why? There's Karen. You need to move out oh of way the so way. So I can walk my disabled daughter Yay. on the sidewalk. I am posting this on Upper Perk. So your parents will see this. Are you saying you're refusing to move for my disabled daughter? Post your ass on Fresh Perk. To walk on the sidewalk? Isn't it kind of funny when adults engage with little kids? For a long time Like they, they'll just sit there And fight with these kids Argue with them Why even bother? You've got money And a house And cars You know These kids have nothing They're little turds Either bulldoze your way through them Or walk around them And move on with your fucking life yeah, Then please The kids got nothing better To do with their time Right? This is what they do all day They're, they're outside They're playing ball Annoying the fuck out of people That's the, That's a kid thing to do Adults We're supposed to like Value our time a little more. Like, we got shit to do. We always say, well, what is it we always say? I never have any time. That's the one thing I wish I had more of, time. This broad is over here acting all immobile. Like, you know, like there's a blockade on the sidewalk because a couple of kids are standing there. Move. To understand. Wait, then please Ooh. move. Are you, you're not moving. And she can't walk on yeah, the grass. Sorry. She's disabled. She can't walk on the grass? Is she barefoot? By the, the little girl's barefoot, by the way. What a good mother. She's disabled. That may or may not be true. That's what I thought. The mother's disabled. And your name? Now, the mother and her disabled girl or whatever have now passed these kids on the sidewalk. There's literally no more reason for I- interactions, right? It's going to continue, though. You just know it. I wish you a great day. Yep. Good luck. Wait till see people. God bless out. you. I love you. <laughs> God bless Get you. Get the fuck out of here. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you, lady. You know that kid's not religious. Just doing it to get under her skin. God loves you, honey. God bless you. Bless you. Jesus loves you. <laughs> you can hear the mother here going, "What is this shit?" God bless you. Get the fuck out of here. God bless you. <laughs> goes on for, I don't know, 30 seconds more, but that's pretty much it. Another successful human interaction. All right, real quick, before we get into the news, I've got two short pieces of music. First up, I don't want to call this a Linda Fingal Hall of Fame nominee because listeners in the Discord have decided this is too good for that title. Gotta say thanks to Come Goblin for posting this in the Discord. This song's called Are You Married? 
The one thing it does have in common with uh, Linda Fingal Hall of Famers is that it's uh, it's kind of repetitive. Are you married? No. Are you occupied? No. You got kids? No. What about HIV? No. Are you married? No. Are you occupied? No. You got kids? No. How about HIV? No. Are you married? I think that's pretty much the song. No. You got kids? Four and a half minutes of this. Now, all very valid questions, by the way, when you're getting to know someone. I would say these are the top four questions someone is wondering when you go on a first date with them. Are you married? Are you occupied? I think that means just like, are you seeing someone? (laughs) Interesting phrasing of that question makes it sound like uh, you're a toilet on an airplane. Are you occupied? Do you have kids? And maybe most importantly, do you have HIV? Like, I want to fuck. I just want to make sure you clean. How about HIV? Are you married? Are you occupied? You got kids? Again, this is a four and a half minute song, and I fast forwarded to the end here. It's it's still still the same questions being asked. I don't know how many times she has to say no. Dude, she doesn't have HIV, doesn't have kids. You're good to go. Go ahead and fuck this lady. Uh, The last song I want to share with you. Now, this is more of a Linda Fingal Hall of Famer. Torso in the Discord provided a link to the song I'm Gay by Titus. I always love it when the artist adds the word Vivo in his channel name or has a Vivo watermark. Like this is some legit music video. I have a hard time believing uh, this guy is signed. Niggas in my butthole, niggas in my butthole, niggas and niggas and niggas in my butthole, niggas in my butthole, niggas in my butthole, niggas and niggas and niggas in my butthole. Somehow this is even more repetitive than the last song. Also, I'm pretty sure this is sung by a 12-year-old boy. A 12-year-old white boy. I don't think he should be saying the N-word like that. He's pretty comfortable with it. I mean, there's only like four words to this song. And so he just says the N-word over and over. I mean, it's a soft R, but still. Now, this sounds like the type of kid who would block you from walking on the sidewalk. Okay, you get the idea. That's Titus in his hit song, I'm Gay. Calling it right now. Summer Jam of 2023. Sorry, Marvelous 3. You just you picked a bad year to reunite. Trying to compete the same year Titus released this banger. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. I need every single one of you to look deep down into your heart. Hopefully, while you're scrounging around there, you find a few bucks you can throw my way. Yes, if you like Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this podcast so it can continue. We've got a member site called Super Freak Sideshow, and every week I produce brand new Sideshow-exclusive episodes of Distorted View Daily, uh, typically two times a week. Yesterday was a Sideshow-exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. When you sign up, you get access to a personalized RSS feed that contains all of the free shows and all of the new exclusive programs. You'll also gain access to um, the archive of shows. We've been at this since December 2004. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check it out, superfreaksideshow.com, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Now, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, 
uh, to listen to podcasts. Uh, there's an even easier way to get access to new episodes, uh, including the Sideshow exclusive ones. You can sign up right in those apps. Use your mobile phone. Tap, tap, tap. If you're using uh, Apple Podcasts, you can pay with Apple Pay even. You'll get all of the new uh, exclusive shows alongside the free episodes right in those apps. So uh, for more information on all of this, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. A uh, final way to help me out, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Uh, if you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Of course, you can always send me a check. Paychecks? Your entire net worth, whatever, I will hold it until your next life. First Karma Mutual is open, baby. All right, uh, three very quick stories now. First up, oh, we were just talking about India, and our first story happens to come from there. Sing it with me. Jago, 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 Shiv Dayal Sharma, I'm sure I didn't butcher that name, 82, was reportedly urinating next to the train tracks in the region of Alwar, India, when an incident occurred on April 19th. Gonna be honest with you, that incident didn't work out so well for the old man. He is now dead. And that's why you don't piss on train tracks. I feel like I've heard about this happening a lot. For some reason, peeing on train tracks is a thing in India, which I think is a, a bad idea. First of all, trains are very important in India. It's a popular mode of transportation. Uh, piss is acidic. I feel like if a bunch of people keep pissing on the train tracks, it's going to eat through the tracks, which is very dangerous for the trains. In this case, though, it was dangerous for the old man. I know what you all are thinking. The train hit the man as he was taking a piss. No. Are you new here or something? That's not extra enough to be a distorted view news story. No, this story involves flying cows. Yes, the retired man was killed in a freak accident when he was struck by a flying cow launched a hundred feet in the air by an express train. The train hit the cow, cow goes flying, hits the peeing dude. That's the chain of events there. It's thought the animal was hit by the Vanda Barrett express train. I'm sure I butchered that name, too, before landing on Mr. Sharma. Another man in the area narrowly escaped being caught by the flying animal carcass. Mr. Sharma had worked as an electrician at India Railways before retiring 23 years ago. Think about that. This guy worked as an electrician for 23 years, didn't kill himself by uh, electric shock. You'd think that's how he would go. He's peeing on train tracks all the time. Doesn't get hit by a train. No, no, it's a projectile bovine that nails him. Gods work in mysterious ways, eh? According to the news outlet, part of the cow's body, <laughs> part of it, <laughs> landed on the elderly man, killing him instantly. Railway Minister Ashwini Vashna, okay, has announced that measures, including garbage and vegetation removal, had begun to keep cows away from the train tracks, as well as frequent whistling at locations prone for cattle slash animal runover. Poor cow, Mr. Er, and poor Mr. Sharma. Mr. Sharma's tragic death prompted many officials to call for improved regulation on the train route, which often sees incidents involving cows on its tracks. How many cows have you killed driving those trains? Meanwhile, the Western Railway has started to erect metal fencing on certain routes in a bid to prevent accidents on the track involving stray animals. A spokesperson for the organization said in all eight tenders have been awarded. 
I think that means uh, they've got $8 towards this project. Labor costs are a lot less over there. All right. So, uh, yes, eight tenders have been awarded and the fencing work is progressing in full swing. The work is expected to be completed in the next four to five months. Well, that's great for everyone except Mr. Shawarma. Rest in peace, my dude. Why am I hungry all of a sudden? Ooh, shawarma. No, I don't want shawarma. I want cow. That's why I'm hungry. All that talk of cow carcass. All right. Uh, second story we have for you today. Remember that website, rentahitman.com? It was kind of uh, erected as a joke. And then uh, the guy who started it was shocked to find that uh, there were a lot of inquiries coming in. People looking to kill their spouse or parent. I guess then he started just like forwarding all of these inquiries to the FBI. They started working together or something. Well, rentahitman.com has snagged another would-be killer or would-be hiring of a killer. Apparently, a U.S. soldier applied to be an assassin. Oh, so on the website rentahitman.com, you can apply to be a hitman as well? It's really a one-stop shop. If you're looking to hire a hitman, be a hitman, the website really has you covered. All right, yes, a U.S. soldier applied to be an assassin and accepted his first fake mission, apparently believing it to be real. Josiah Garcia, a Tennessee Air National Guardsman, was arrested after a federal agent said he responded to an online ad through the parody website. The site was originally created back in 2005 to advertise a cybersecurity company that never quite took off. However, it received many inquiries over the years about murder-for-hire services, according to the affidavit. Eventually, the site administrator turned it into a parody site with fake testimonials, an intake form to request services, and, of course, an application to become a hired killer. Garcia submitted an employment application on February 16th and sent several follow-up emails over the next month. He's a real go-getter. He's very excited about potentially joining the organization. Now, I kind of feel bad for this guy because, uh, you know, he, he sounds like an employee one would want. He doesn't just apply for a job. He continues to follow up. He's hungry for work, you know? In one of the follow-up emails, he added a section on why I want this job, according to the affidavit. Quote, I'm looking for a job that pays well related to my military experience. And then in parentheses, he says shooting and killing the marked target so I can support my kid on the way. What can I say? I enjoy doing what I do. <laughs> so if I can find a job that is similar to it, such as this one, put me in, coach. It reads, holy fuck. This is the kind of people coming out of the U.S. military. Fucking psychopaths. All right. At the beginning of April, an undercover FBI agent claiming to be a field coordinator for the company reached out to Garcia. Garcia told the agent he needed money and thought it would uh, he would be good at killing people because of his military experience and because he was an excellent shot. They spoke about the supposed job, including whether he was willing to torture people <laughs> and cut off fingers or ears. Garcia responded positively. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to most, the torturing. Asked why he wanted to get involved, Garcia told the agents that he was looking into civilian law enforcement, but wanted to do something more exciting. Police duty's so boring, you know, most of it is just giving out speeding tickets. And of course, the paperwork. You rarely get to cut off fingers. More waterboarding and less administrative work, please. On Wednesday, Garcia met the agent in a park where the agent provided him with a fictional target package. 
The agent also paid Garcia $2,500, supposedly the first of two installments. Garcia was arrested that very same day, and I bet he had to give back that money, too. Garcia told agents after his arrest that he had not intended to go through with the contract killing. No, of course not. He said he just received a job offer at a Nashville medical center that he intended to take instead. If convicted, Garcia faces up to 10 years in prison, according to a news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Middle District of Tennessee. Guys, if a job seems too good to be true, it probably is. All right, final story we have for you to jump. Well, I've got some real bad news for us who love anonymous sex. Although, I guess it's good news if you like anonymous sex and you're bug chasing. Gonorrhea is back in a big, big way. We've known that for a while. Super gonorrhea, ring a bell. Now, gonorrhea is even more potent. Introducing mega gonorrhea. I don't know if it's called mega gonorrhea, but it can now be transmitted just from kissing. That's how powerful the fucking shit is. Experts are warning that the sexually transmitted disease known as gonorrhea can actually now transfer via kissing. For decades, it was thought that the disease known to some as the clap could only be spread through actual unprotected sex. But now a team from the Melbourne Sexual Health Center have warned that current advice around it should be changed after their discovery. Professor Eric Chow said, we think it's possible to catch gonorrhea via kissing. The guidelines should be updated. In publishing a new review about it, what a weird thing to review. Gonorrhea, 7 out of 10. It was a fun ride in the beginning, but by the end, I just wanted it to go away. Save your time and money. Skip gonorrhea. Go see the Super Mario Brothers movie. All right. Uh, yeah, so he published a review, I guess, about sexually transmitted diseases. He said, uh, we found oroph... Orofarnigle. <laughs> I almost, almost said the N-word there by accident. That's a tough word to say. Orofarnigle. How close do you think I got to that word? Saying it correctly. Orofaryngeal. Orof... What? I still can't... I'm going to need to hear that a few times. Orofar... Oro... Orofar... Go ahead. Say it. Say it! Orofaryngeal. Orofaryngeal. I still got it wrong. Fuck, you know, okay, whatever. Gonorrhea, standard gonorrhea. The researchers found standard gonorrhea was associated with exposure to a partner's mouth through kissing. A number of pieces of evidence suggest transmission from the uh, back of the throat may be more common than previously thought. It can be cultured from saliva, suggesting that the exchange of saliva between individuals may potentially transmit gonorrhea. That's why I'm a huge advocate of dry mouth kissing. Thank God I sleep with my mouth open at night. I'll only kiss in the morning. It's stinky and sandpapery. Who wants to make out? All right. Uh, the UK government did actually update its guidelines a month ago after a rise in cases had been reported. They urged anyone with new or multiple sexual partners to get tested. It had been found that uh, from January to September of 2022, cases were 21% higher than those reported over the same period in 2019. Dr. Claire Dusnap, president of the British Association for Sexual Health and HIV, what a fun job, says, uh, by getting tested at least once a year, regardless of whether you're showing symptoms, you can help minimize the risk of catching or passing on STIs when having sex. Better yet, just avoid kissing altogether. Kissing's kind of gross. Stick with, uh, I don't know, eating butthole. It's way more sanitary, right? I heard uh, butt eating for a while was uh, pretty popular, and now the practice is starting to wane. Maybe that's why we're starting to see a rise in gonorrhea cases. We're back to boring old kissing. 
I would like to start an advertising campaign for rim jobs. You know, get people excited about it again. Analingus just needs a little good PR. I'm proposing a worldwide advertising campaign, television, print media, internet. It'll be fun and fresh with uh, cute slogans like, don't turn the other cheek on rim jobs, or butt eating, give it a crack, or who's got that shit eating grin, you know, just to put rim jobs back into the, the minds of people. So they think about it when, uh, you know, having sex. That's my idea. You've heard of the Pork Council and the Dairy Council? Well, I'm president of the Rim Job Council. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Thank Christ. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. Love to hear from you, Freaky Deekies. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget about the Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out and chatting and posting links to funny videos and stuff. Uh, it's absolutely free. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Just uh, click on it and use that as your invite in. Hey, Tim. Please stand. Stan Spornak. Stan Spornak from the Golden Girls. You know, I was lubing up my armpits, thinking <laughs> of you. I wanted to give you a call. Oh, because one time, many years ago, I had a dream about Stanley Spornak, and he was, like, making me lick his armpits or something. Thinking of you. I wanted to give you a call. I miss you. Ugh. I miss when you used to sniff me all good. <laughs> I love you, Tim. Uh, 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 actually, um... Uh, back come here. Uh, yep. Fuck. Oh, oh um, oh. I should, uh, with when I'm, uh, fuck. Uh -oh. Nope. Uh, still, still not on track. Uh, fuck. Okay. Uh, best of show. It's coming up. Uh, sorry, you can train wreck me, but, uh, the September 28th, 2015 show, I think would be a good nominee for a best of show. Uh, cause you're, you've been doing them on a weekly basis to make your job easier. Uh, support that. I love you. Um, but again, it, it, it doesn't make my job any easier per se. Thursday, you know, I, I typically do the best of shows on Thursday, but I still do a brand new episode on Thursday as well. So this is just like a bonus best of show that I'm, I'm posting. But the, uh, the September 28th, 2015 show. Uh, it has Vincent Price loving mushrooms, and these skeletons also there. Oh, so I think it'd be a good one. All the way back from 2015. All right, maybe I'll play that one this week. Uh, maybe tomorrow. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Good uh, suggestion. Thank you. Dude, I was watching that uh, uh, Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix, and they would not shut up about the fucking uh, Virgin Cola thing. Like, oh, really? I didn't watch the uh, the Pam Anderson documentary, but uh, I'm surprised they even mentioned it at all. I swear to God, like that, like I turn it on, and then like they 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 talk about her for like a second, and then it goes, it launches into this whole thing about the cola, the cola, the cola, <laughs> and what a which what a ultimately was a failure. Smash hit the cola was. I'm like Jesus Christ. Let's see some tits already. Am I right? <laughs> so you should probably check it out. It's really it's a really good uh, cola <laughs> focused show. More more than Pamela Anderson, it's uh, it's good for us. Cola fanatics. Let me ask you guys, uh, those uh, of you freaks out there in the in the UK, do you guys remember Virgin Cola? Did you like it? Um, I got a lot of mixed opinions, I think, when I've, when I've heard from people. 
Like they said, um, it it doesn't taste anything like Coca Cola. It tastes like um like a like a store brand generic Coca Cola. Hey Timmy Boo, this is one of your very first lifetime sideshow freaks. Hey, and I wanted thank to talk you. about the importance of a clean butthole. All right, like you, I don't really like. Uh, hey, would you like to join my uh, rim job council? Having a bunch of shit on my ass after I take a crap. Yep. So I. Uh, I wipe with the paper, and then again, and then I come in with this Cottonelle moisturized, flushable wipes. Yeah, and, which aren't and really flushable. Even though they say they're flushable, that's what everyone says now, right? Oh, you know, even though they say flushable, they're not. Like, how can they say it's flushable and it's not? Those really oh, no. put the finish on the cleanup job down there. Yeah, I used to love those wet wipes, but I don't use them anymore because, um, you know, I'm afraid it's going to clog something up. <laughs> but the problem is... I don't need any, like, bills hiring plumbers and stuff to snake our drains. About about 15 or 20 minutes later, I can wipe again and more crap oozed out. What the hell's going on? Well, I don't know if my You need to do some ass kegels or something. You need to keep it tight down there. Loose or something, because I never had a dick in it or anything like you. Oh, well, but uh, yeah, I don't have anyway, that problem. Usually, maybe someone could help out. Why is my ass leak shit after I wipe? So now, yeah, so now this poor guy, not only does he use dry paper and wipe his ass, he uses the wet wipes until there's like nothing left on the, the wipes, right? It seems like it's clean, but then. You know, he, he'll check back in later with his asshole. He hasn't shit. Like, nothing new is brewing down there. But he'll just wipe and see that there's uh, there's some substance. Like, he didn't get it all. But it was clean before. What's going on? Why is there anal leakage happening? Doctors, call in. Let's help this guy out. I'm concerned for you, buddy. I feel for you. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it a god? Move the fuck off my sidewalk. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode, even though, you know, you guys are going to get like a little best of show probably, right? I'm also doing a brand new episode just for paying members. So it's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Promotional consideration provided by Playtex Tampons. It's the only tampon that comes with deodorant or without, and it's great protection. Playtex Tampons. I feel it in my fucking cunt. You'll want to feel it in your cunt, too. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.